Hi, I'm Derek Thompson. Does the news feel overwhelming to you these days? There's a pandemic, then there's inflation, and also this crypto thing. It's way too much to keep track of. That's why my podcast, Plain English, breaks down the news twice a week. Short, sweet, and surprising. It's everything you need to know with key insights you won't forget. Listen to Plain English free on Spotify. It's the Ringer NBA show presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now, and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find out what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like three-minute markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available. And listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 years and older, 18 and older in D.C., and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Arby's. Arby's better not catch you slacking on snacking with their new two-for-five-dollar chicken wraps. And your choice of ranch, barbecue, honey, mustard, and a bonus flavor called Incredible Value. You can't taste it, but boy, is it sweet. Arby's two-for-five-dollar chicken wraps are here for a limited time at participating locations. Visit an Arby's near you or order ahead on the Arby's app. Logan Murdoch here, Raja Bell there. Raja, what are you doing, buddy? I ain't seen you in a week, dog. You all right, man? Chilling. My my fucking back is hurting right now. Is it because is it why? My, because I yeah. because I, is it yeah. because of the reason why? Can I paint the picture really quickly, man? Yeah, go can ahead. I just yes. can I just tell yes. you? So um, so before we get to the shits, <laughs> Raja, before we even okay, so me and Sasha in the pre 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 pod meeting. Because let me just go all the way, all the way, all the way, all the way back. We're just going to go all the way back. Let's do this. So um, the Heat uh, Celtics game four was just a wash. So Sasha puts it in the chat like, hey, guys, you want to record? We don't even know the final score of this game because we're recording right now. But Sasha goes, hey, guys, you guys want to record after the third quarter? I'm like, bet. Because, you know, I'm on the I'm on the West Coast, right? And I'm just like, okay, let's get this over with. It's, it's nine at night. Or it's it's seven it's eight at night right now, but it was like seven o'clock, and let's get this going. And I know Raja is always cranky at night, so let's let's Correct. get him in early, right? So we get on the pod. So like we get on the Zoom. You know, Sasha opens up the thing. So it's just me and Sasha for like 20, 30 minutes on the on this on this on the stream, right? We're just talking. We're just we're just catching up. You know, yep. just talking, and um, we're like, where the hell is Raja? Right? And just as we say that. Raja sends in a three-minute video of him shooting from NBA range, which any place what I would assume, just a house. I don't know whose house it is. I would, you know, I was just going to say, I was going to keep it's it conspicuous. Okay, it's, 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 it's Raja's backyard. And, you know, he has a half-court pop, and he has a, a basket in his back, in the, in the back of the house. And this guy has this... Sh- He's this really obnoxious retired basketball player at this point right now because he has a thing. My little homie, my my like my favorite of Roger's kids, my little homie, Ty Bell, my favorite of the of the of the little homies, right? So 
Ty Bell, as as Raja is shooting jumpers in this video, Ty Bell is just waiting for his chance to get on the court. But Pops is like, nah, uh I'm cooking right now. <laughs> from one spot, he's shooting from the wing, shooting like he's he's shooting like Steph Curry. He's shooting like, you know, like Clay Thompson. He's shooting like Clay Thompson, still just trying to get the form back. He hits like 10 in a row. And at this point, my little homie is just bored. He's like, dog, dad, really? Do you want to you're gonna keep doing this? And this video is three minutes long. And he sends this video in, right? And not only does he send the video in without any context or comments or anything, he waits the full three minutes just to make sure we watch the damn thing before he gets in on the Zoom. (laughs) Raja, why are you being a wash dad right now? Explain yourself, bro. What what the hell is going on out there? See, you've got me all mistaken. You've got me twisted. Let Let me explain to you what happened. We came home from Made Hoops in Dallas yesterday with Ty. Ty was out there playing oh, okay. with the team. Cool. We got home at like 10 p.m. You know, Ty felt like he could have played better in the last game. So, you know, unbeknownst to me, it's my regular Monday. You know, I'm getting kids from school. I run over to Diaz football practice real quick. Ty just got home from school. He's got to be whooped because we didn't get in until 10. He played ball all weekend. And I get in the house, you know, get me a cold one. About to sit on the couch for a minute in between shifts. And I hear the ball bouncing. And I'm like, what's going, what is going on? So I go peek out back. And Ty is back there on his grind, music blaring. Like, and I go out, I check the, I check the gun, right, the shooting machine, and he's five hundred deep. Like, it keeps track mm. of how many times it spit the You're ball. You're so proud right now, huh? He's five hundred so deep. No, but really, it was inspiration, and it comes from weird spots, right? Because I'm looking at him like, bro, this is pretty fucking cool, man. Like, this little dude, as tired as he is, is out here five hundred deep. Mind you, we got a lift today too. Right. So he's got. And also, lift. you've been saying that you're trying to get the summer bod and you've been out here trying to get back in shape. Anybody Correct. slapped a soda out your hand. Anybody you see Roger right now, you slap the soda out his fucking hand if you see him immediately on 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 like on site. So I go grab the Kyrie's right. Finish, finish the Corona light. Throw on some vibes. <laughs> and I start getting some jacks up, man. Like it was, just, it was good times in the backyard today. My back's not really happy about it right now. Um. You know what's funny though, man? Like, I imagine there are a lot of old dudes. Like, I I got asked to play in the big three for a few years, like when it first started, and I was still maybe young enough to do it. I get in these moments, like if I if I really forget about where I am or how old I am, where shit starts feeling good to me, man. I'm out there stroking it, the music is playing, and you lose yourself in just being a basketball player again. And then you go to make a move or grab a ball that's just a little out of reach. And your back just reminds you that you ain't supposed to be out here doing that anymore. And so that happened a few times. I have a similar story, Raja, from this weekend. Mm. Wasn't didn't happen today, but I have a similar story. So, you know, I just I, I went out on a Sunday, went out to see the family in Antioch, right? Did anybody yep. knows in the Bay, it was about about a 45-minute drive out from the from the East Bay. And, you know, I I went out there and there was a kickball game popping, you know, the family kickball game. Oof. Right. And so, you know, I'm thinking like, yo, man, I'm back in my bed. I used to play football in high school, bro. Like, I, st- I hold on that to that with everything I got because, you know, you know, I think I'm fake weight athletic, right? I, I think I'm going to I'm doing that. Right. So going there, the fam has me like because I'm the young one out here. They And I'm like, you know, kind of fake weight athletic. They immediately make me captain. Mm. Right. And so I'm picking my team out. Turns out the hitters that I had, we'll get to that in a second. We go on and I'm kicking first. I 
kicked it is with all my might, Raja. First of all, I got to kick out. I got to pop out. Oh. And then... A can of corn? My, the, you whole can of corn? Right, the whole right side of my back, Raja. And then I tried, and then when we went back on defense, my whole, like, I tried to be shortstop, tried to be athletic person, right? I reached for one of them things to get an out, bro, the same part of my back. It's killing me right now, dog. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm like, you know, not as old as you, but I'm, you know. It doesn't get any better, man. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it just doesn't get, it doesn't get any better, man. It doesn't. It's I was in depressing. the street. I was okay. in the street trying to guard my son last week. I still got a spasm in my back from that. Can you beat him yet? Well, I could beat him because I just bully him in the post. Like, but if, if okay. I was trying to guard him, like in the street, you know, zigzagging, <laughs> like trying to give him a good look, and he hit me with some shit. I don't even know what it was, but it it clipped my feet together, so I started falling, Ooh. and oh. and I I caught myself, but with my back muscles, so they all spasmed up. And I'm still, uh, so about, I'm still struggling. You're about with two that. years now from two years away from like being all the way washed and him just embarrassing you, bro. Cause he's gonna start lifting. You say he's lifting weights. All you yeah. got right now is like old man strength and those, those, the fouls that the ref can't see. Yeah. That's all you got for that's defensively what, that's what right I got. now. Dia, yeah. my, my 15 year old, is like on the rim and shit. Like he's trying to dunk in the eighth grade. So like I don't even, I'm not even going to any straight. He's football strong because he's in the weight room all, every day. So yeah. I don't even mess around with him. I don't even mess around with him. All right, man. We were bound. To, let's 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 get to the shits. Let's talk about the Miami Heat Boston series right now. It's not, it's I have a lot no of shits, clue. It's not a lot of shits to get yeah. to, Logan. It's just been shitty. It has been shitty basketball. I, I'm tr- but we have a. Jo- I, I want to go that we have a job to do. Vibe, right? We let's have to talk it. about this series. I just no, but like we. I want to go back to what we were talking about in the pre-pod with this. This the quality of this series, right? Sasha Mack makes the case that there was two good games in this series, which is game one and game three. She says game one was good, but I think that's because, you know, she's she's just a Lakers fan and just doesn't want Boston to be to be good in any way, shape, or form, which I get, right? In Miami yeah, one game sure. one. I'd make the argument there's only been one. There's only been one good game. That's game three. That's that's when that's 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 when the Heat held Jason Tatum in check. And then Boston could still almost win, and there was the Jason Tatum Willis Reed moment, and then Victor Oladipo does is like became an all defensive player, it yeah. just stripped everybody. And then since then, I just I don't know what the series, man, the quality of the series, I don't know, Raja. Yeah, I so it hasn't been a good series to watch, but I, I would make the argument that there's been high quality, like there's been quality. The games just haven't been very entertaining, right? Like because we were getting spoiled. This this playoffs has had some really interesting storylines, some really cool series to watch, some some really great games within each series to watch. And this one, the games just haven't been edge of your seat type of TV, for lack of a better way to put it, right? They're usually a blowout in one way or the other, save for game three. Um, this is like it is, you know, I thought this was gonna be a heavyweight fight of a series. And to some degree yeah. it is. It's just not what On I paper expected. it is. But it, but it is even in terms of like one of them, it's just, there's not a lot of like jabbing and, 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 and boxing skill going on to use an analogy. It's not like, like ta 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 combos. This is like, yo, I hit you with the haymaker. You went down for the eight count. Now you got up and you hit me with the haymaker and I'm down for the eight count. And that's just what they're doing, right? Like they're just beating the hell out of each other from game to game. So yeah. it, it's just a weird series like that. And also just injuries to key guys, right? You know, Tyler Hero's day-to-day. Um, mm-hmm. Marcus Smart, ankle sprain. 
don't necessarily know when he's coming back either. Jimmy Butler, knee injury. He played tonight, but that's something that's going to linger. It's yeah. I, I think this series is one of those series that it's like whoever wins this series, the finals are going to be really good. You know, it, it, it's it, that's the, that's going to happen. There are storylines of you know the the Jason Tatum coming of age storyline. There's, um, you know how the Boston as a whole is going to come of age in this postseason, and you got Miami the the uh, the rough and tumble um, Pat Riley esque team that just fights, but. You know, it's a two-two series, and I just don't feel fulfilled around you. I, I mean, that's. I think that's fine. I think that's fair. I don't either. I would say, you know, if I was trying to grade the series or trying to figure out who's been better in the series, I think I would lean slightly towards Boston. And I don't mm, mean yes. to throw any shade at what Miami's doing, but Game One was going to be a tough game for Boston to play in. Like that was yeah. just going to be a tough game for the for the series that that was the one before that. For you know, there were a lot of reasons that that was going to be a tough game, and Miami laid the wood to them, like they were supposed to do. Good for them. Um, but I kind of like penciled that one in. So then I'm looking at games two, three, and four, and you know, Boston. Even in game three, that's nineteen turn. Anytime you have nineteen turnovers in in an yeah. NBA game, and you're relatively evenly matched as teams go it's hard to overcome 19 turnovers. And I mean, the amount of things that Boston did well in that game, like the free throw, free throw discrepancy was crazy. People were going off. Like there was a lot of things that went well. I mean, you didn't get a great game from Jason Tatum, but you got a great one from, from Jalen Brown. 19 turnovers are going to be hard to overcome, you know? So I think on the, on the whole, if I had to grade it and say who had the higher grade right now, it'd probably be Boston, but I still don't know who wins the series. I don't know who wins the series. I think it comes down to, because it's, it's funny because... My, you say that you tail towards the, you know, the Celtics. Um, I've seen some things that Miami has done to be like, oh man, they can really, really take over this series. I think that when you looked at down the stretch of game three and how they just, their defense just swarmed on Tatum, right? And just out of nowhere, you had length in the wings. You had Victor Oladipo snatching up, snatch, snatching, um, steals and this is all while Jimmy Butler is on the bench just a really it just hurt you know with that knee injury it seems like a team that's resilient but I think it also comes down to how healthy the star players are when you see if Jason Tatum can continue to stay healthy and Jalen Brown can continue to stay healthy and just this seems like a series where the healthier team will win at the end of the day I mean, I, I know that's that's by and large for all series, but I think particularly in this series, if you get out healthy, you're probably going to win it. Yeah, absolutely. And Tyler, Tyler Hero was a huge, a huge scratch for them tonight. Just not having you saw how hard it was for Miami to manufacture points in that in that first quarter. It was rough. I mean, Victor Oladipo was your your steadiest offensive player in the first quarter. No shade of Victor Oladipo, but like that's. You know, you need Tyler here. That's six man of the year. Those are instant buckets usually. Um, I would say what was interesting, and they kept saying it on the broadcast to look out for, uh, and I'm really going to be intrigued to see what Eric Spolstra does. In a game like that, you take nothing good away from that if you're Miami, except, except Duncan Robinson started making shots. Mm -hmm. And if if you are, and I, I it's not my point because I heard it, uh, Van Gundy and Mark Jackson, I think Mark Jackson said it first, but if you were the Celtics, I don't know now. Now he does, he can't guard 
me and I just told you how bad my back was. So that's always going to be an issue. But in a spot where you're not healthy and you need point production and he, he wasn't playing well, he gets hot in that series. That could be interesting. But all right, so you're minus Tyler Hero and a lot of it does hang on the health of Jimmy Butler because he's just, Bam had a phenomenal game three. Phenomenal. Nope. Oh, I know phenomenal. Bam has been active. Bam has been active, dog. Phenomenal. But Jimmy Butler is the, 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 what is it? The straw that stirs the drink. Is that the term? Yes. For the heat? Yes. And man, if he can get some real rest and get healthy, that's one thing. If he can, and he's marginalized in a way that, that stops him from doing things that we said the heat needed him to be able to do in the playoffs, then we're talking about another animal. Yeah. When you go into a postseason, I start to look at the, when, and I'm talking about Jimmy Butler here. I, talk, I see the kinds of injuries that happen. Mm-hmm. If there's a, if there, if you're a star player and there is a, if there is an injury that keeps you from playing a postseason game, and if you were a star player like Jimmy Butler, who was one of the toughest guys in the league, and he misses a, a whole postseason game, I'm really concerned about his, his, not his availability going forward, because I'm sure he's going to try to play the rest of the series, but I'm, I am concerned with, the fact that he, of all people, missed a playoffs, yeah. a playoff game and will have to go through the rest of the series. I, I, I don't trust that. Yeah, how effective can he be is what you're asking, right? Like, it's one thing to be what scared me about the Heat was not having that guy who Jimmy Butler yeah. turns into in the playoffs. And I didn't know he was going to do it again, but it, clearly that's what Jimmy Butler does, right? Like, Jimmy Butler's like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm playoff Jimmy. Let's do this. But if he's marginalized to a degree that he can't be playoff Jimmy, then it puts them back in that precarious situation. Because they like, can't go to Lowry. They can't go to they no, can't go to a in, lot of these guys. It's not, yeah. it's not in his tank anymore. And Ty, as great as Tyler Hero is and Bam Adebayo, on their trajectory as NBA like stars, they're still they're still early in that. And so that with that means inconsistencies, right? And so, you know, it's you're just rolling the dice in a way that you wouldn't want to if you were the Heat. How do you feel about these injuries when, it, when we talk about Marcus Smart, right? How, is there anything that we have to look forward going into that series on their end in terms of injuries? They had Robert Williams, who's been injured, you know, injured his knee throughout uh, throughout the back stretch of the season. He's been playing well. Horford's been playing well. Yeah. But Mar- they're going to miss Marcus Smart. They're going to miss Marcus Smart. Yeah. Marcus Smart is, he's their third shot creator. And people don't really give him credit for that because his defense overshadows it, but he really is good offensively now. Like, I mean, he's, I don't know what the, the numbers say, but when you watch the playoffs, he is a, he is a creator of opportunities for himself and others in there. Um, and you can put him on, he's a defensive player to damn year. Yes. That's going to hurt man for, for, for a top five defensive team in the league, missing their best defender on the ball. He can put out all kinds of fires. Tyler heroes cooking, go get that. Uh, Jimmy yeah. Butler's, you grab that for a while, even though Jimmy's and he's such bit. an energy boost. Yeah, he's man. such an energy boost on top of being a great defender, especially at home. When they go see, um, when when Marcus Smart is at home, he can take over a game just by getting the crowd involved. Absolutely, they'll need him in Miami. They'll for them to get a win in Miami, they got they need Marcus yeah. Smart. All right. With that being said, man, we got it. What, what's your prediction for for Game Five, sir? God, man, this thing has held to form. Um, heat. Mm. Yeah, we take the heat. I'll take the heat. I mean, look, this thing has swung. The pendulum swung every time. And while I told you, I think Boston's been overall probably slightly better. The heat are tough at home, man. There's a lot of pride there, bro. You would know it better than I, but I'm going with Boston. 
Sasha's going to cut off the stream right now, but I'm going to go with Boston, and that might be the last thing you hear from me. <laughs> Let's take a quick break. Hopefully, I'm back. I'm going to talk about the Western Conference. No sweat, same game parlay each week. $20 in free bets if you don't win. Playoffs are heating up, and you can make every game feel like Game 7 on FanDuel Sportsbook, an official partner of the NBA. Throughout the playoffs, all customers can place a no-sweat same-game parlay each week. You'll get up to $20 in free bets if you don't win. FanDuel has so many ways to play. And best of all, when you do win, you'll get paid faster than a fast break. Okay, I think the Warriors are going to just fumble the bag on Tuesday night and let the Mavericks have this one so they can win at home on Thursday and then have a full week off before the finals. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Mavericks money line. Steph hasn't scored below 30 points this game one, so I'm going to take the under on Steph Curry points, and Luka has been going crazy, so I'm going to take the over on Luka Doncic's points. Last thing, I'll take a risk and take the Mavericks to win by a margin of 11 points or more. I think this is going to be a blowout. New to FanDuel? Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up with promo code RINGERNBA. Once again, that's promo code RINGERNBA. And if you already have an account, you're all set to bet. No sweat. Either way, you'll get up to $20 in free bets if your same game parlay during the playoffs doesn't win. FanDuel Sportsbook, an official partner of the NBA. 21 or older in select states. Refund issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max free bet $20 per week. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problems? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com backslash RG for Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org backslash chat for Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT-INDIANA, 1-877-770-STOP-LOUISIANA, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369-NEW YORK. Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789-TENNESSEE, 1-800-522-4700-WYOMING or visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia. Rah, rah. We are back. Talking about Warriors Mavs right now. Are the Warriors back, Raja Bell? Yes, Warriors are back. Do you see the do you see the Warriors propaganda back? You see what it is? Do you see how do you see when you watch? Do you see how it goes? Bro. They look they look good, man. They look good. What do you want me to say? They look good. Like you would let me say this, Dallas. Forgive me for what I'm about to say. Would have been a much uh-oh, better uh-oh, series. Uh-oh. Would have been a much better and more entertaining series had the Suns got to the Warriors. Right? We can agree wow. to that, right? Uh, we can agree to that. I was, that was last on the list. But we'll, no, actually, let's just start it right now. Let's get your Suns slander out of the way, and then we'll talk about the series. What does it say about the Suns that that the <laughs> when you look at the series and you think back to the Suns and what they were supposed to do and where they were supposed to be? And they're at home at this point. We're watching the Dallas Mavericks. What do you? What does that say about the Suns based on what the Mavericks are doing? It's right an now? epic bag of fumbling. That's <laughs> what it was. You robbed. You robbed Raja of two weeks of basket, of great basketball. Real talk, like that. You you did not just me. NBA NBA fan. Like the Mavs are a great story. I'm not throwing shade. They should. They, you should have handled that. You see what Golden State is able to do. Luca's gonna get his, but. You see what the what what Golden State's been able to do to the others, right? And those mm-hmm. were always the question for the Mavs. It was never Luca; it was the others. And Phoenix, you let the others be Luca themselves in a lot of instances. Like that shit is unfathomable. 
they weren't project. They the, the Mavs weren't aren't weren't and aren't supposed to be here, man. Great story. It's the fact that they're here is a testament to all the great that they've done with the trades and stuff. And what when you see this is just me talking about the Mavericks. We'll get to the, your son's slander in a second. But when when I, I was able to go to the first two games in the Bay, and when you see the Mavericks, you see a like a unit. They're a unit. You see Dirk traveling with the team, the greatest player in franchise history, reading the box score and, and just utter shame after game two victory. Just 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 still in it. Proud organization. But they shouldn't be here. I'm sorry. <laughs> just, I don't know what else to say. They're a great, but Let's get back to let's get to the series. It's a dis. I don't even want to talk about the Suns. It's a disappointment. The fact that this is even happening, but the Mavericks. You want to talk about fumbling the bag? Fumbled an epic bag in game two. There's no way when you have Luca cooking like that and you're up 19 points, you can't or and you can't give the Warriors life. You can't do it. You have those are one of those games, especially when you're an underdog in the series, and they've been an underdog in in the postseason. When you see that happening. You got to go for the kill. You just have to. You have to beat the Warriors and put them out of their misery. They were up by twenty in the second in the first half. Let the Warriors get one of those little little mini runs to end the quarter, to end the half, and then just lost it. You can't do that. Can I just PSA? Let me just go PSA right now. Can I do PSA? Okay. Can I sidebar? Put a pin in it and let me go off on yep. a rant. Can I rant? Oh, oh, Raza rant, Raza rant, Raza rant, Raza rant. I was in made hoops to all you knucklehead ass AAU coaches out there, right? <laughs> all you knucklehead ass, I played high school basketball, AAU fucking coaches, all right? Teaching these kids to just run out there, space the floor, and everybody take turns ISOing. No ball movement, no anything. Nobody knows how to play unless they got the ball in their hands. Stop teaching that shit. That is for pros. Those cats have already learned the basics. They all already know how to play. Now, <laughs> like, stop. If you want to teach what them. What did you say, Roger? Bro, Ty played on it. I'm not even going to get started, bro. I ain't going to throw no shade in. I'm not going to do that. Okay. But, but listen, right. what you need to be watching is Golden State. See, they watch Luka and Boston, and it's just pick and Kyrie. roll. And it's just pick and roll, right? You're going to go pick and roll. We're going to get a mismatch somewhere. Now we're going to space the floor, and we're just going to cook. First of all, that shit is terrible to watch. Nobody likes watching that shit. Secondly, those kids aren't good enough or, or well enough rounded as players to really just only learn how to do that. Golden State is the example if you want to teach kids to play a relatively new style with an open floor, but still learning concepts of how to get open, move without the ball, have people end ball movement, and let that create easy shots. It's too hard to ask these little jits to score on fucking, like, on off the bounce for 90% of the game. It's stupid. And sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. I, no, I just no, love, no, you're fine. I love watch Golden, I love watching Golden State play. And it's why the Suns, were able to be stopped to some degree by Dallas because they kind of devolved into ISO type of shit. They weren't really moving with pace. Dal Dallas can't keep up with Golden State. They just keep moving. Mm -hmm. no, they just it's, it's, keep moving. I referenced game two, and it's going to get right back to your point. Even when, even when the Mavs were up, the Warriors just seemed inevitable, right? They play. They ran the same plays. They, you know, it's coming. They're gonna run a back pick, but it's funny because they're just so selfless. You got Steph Curry doing doing back screens for other guys like Nash used to do it. You know, 
just very selfless team. You got the back cut. Everybody's playing for each other. They give and go. And I'm gonna. And I'm, this is no shade of Dallas because Dallas is a very much a team. And you saw that when they when they beat Phoenix. But the, to your overall point, watching just and that takes time, right? It takes it takes you know it takes players. It takes it takes time to be able to learn the offense. It takes. Um, longevity. It, you need a whole bunch of stuff for to build an offense like that. But when you see Golden State in their bag, there's nothing quite like it. It's 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 like how poetic the Bulls looked in the triangle offense when it was just humming, right? Or when you saw the Lakers do it, or yeah. when you saw. I hate to say it, Roger, because I wasn't you a fan of you guys. You but when you it. see, when, yeah, you yeah, I'm putting it. some respect on the name. Mm-hmm. When you watch the Phoenix Suns play, when you see Steve Nash running a fast break. Faking the behind the back one way, then say, "Oops, no, here you go, Raja." Uh, quick layup. You know, I didn't dunk that. When you <laughs> hold on, when you got the quick dunk, no, no, but he, no, when he faked it, when oh man, when Steve Nash faked the behind the back to Raja and threw it to and threw it to Leandro Barbosa, who then dunked the ball. Boy, cut it out. Um, but I agree with you. I know I agree with yeah. you, man. I de- I definitely agree with you. You and and. You're, what you're talking about is people who have mastered like the style of play that they're playing in and coaches who have taught it and and drilled it and you preached need infrastructure it. infrastructure to be able to do that. You have to have infrastructure to be able to do that, man. And, you know, look, when good offense, this is what I try to tell my sons all the time because they come up in this age. Luka Doncic, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum, those are some of the best players on the planet gotta like, add james harden james harden but but yes and so can they get a guy in their sights and one-on-one score on them yeah but you'll even see those guys when good defensive teams have solid game plans and they really start to shrink the floor on them and commit multiple bodies even they will struggle because it's too hard there's nothing helping them create a shot it's just their god-given ability right and so golden state what you do what good offense is supposed to do It's supposed to put a defender in a compromising situation where he's got to make a decision. Do I stay here or do I go there? And then depending on what he does, you make the read off of that. And the player that's in the action with him will do whatever the opposite action is. If he tight curls, I'm going to pop, right? If he comes off, I'm going to slip. And so you put that defender in those decision-making spots, compromising positions over and over, and eventually they're going to screw it up. And then you've created an easy shot with your movement and with your offense. And that's what Golden State does to you over and over again. You could get it right three times on one possession, but it's not going to stop. So you got to get it right three more times or they're going to get a wide open look. And that the, the, the average, I mean, the, the probability that that happens, you know, is, isn't really high. Yeah. And, and it's funny. They, the Warriors, for, to your point about Luka and one-on-one players, the Warriors just said, fuck it, and put a box in one in, th- in game three. And just said, you know what, just go beat us. Or do don't. It. Or just do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. It's all good. Absolutely. Throw Get, it to the shooters. Now, I like Golden State because, like I told you, like Phoenix should have zoned him too. Phoenix should have zoned him. Phoenix should have thrown multiple. And this is so I, you know. They didn't zone until it was too late. And zone until it was too late. You know, everybody like I know boxing one is corny, but I'm I'm listen, I throw a boxing one, I triangle to you. I do like what if you have someone like a Luca or Roger, like, talk your shit. You was a defender on the boxing one, huh? You was the defender. You was guarding that boy. huh? It's the easiest assignment on the planet because you could literally yeah. just face guard him. You don't have to really yep. worry about help help or anything. But, 
you know, you got to employ different strategies. And as great as Luca is, as Kobe was, as those gifted as scores are, you can't give them the same look all the time. Mm-hmm. So what Steve Kerr and them do, which is really cool, is they just keep it moving, right? Yeah, you can see the box a little bit. Boom, we'll double you occasionally when you get in. Now you're looking at a, a, a high zone, like, and it just keeps the wheel spinning. You never really get comfortable. Now, it's interesting, right? Because this goes back to the conundrum with Luka, right? Where he is so good. He is so good that he got the Mavericks to the Western Conference Finals. You know? He, yep. he carried that team to the Western Conference Finals. Um. But it goes back to the age-old thing with him is, can a star play alongside him? Because the fact of the matter is, he's going to need another perennial all-star next to him if he's going to compete in the Western Conference. That's just what it is. We've seen that. There's a ceiling to what his greatness can be on the, be for this team, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? For sure. Where he is, it was a similar, um, similar problem LeBron faced. Right, Kevin faced it this year too with with his team. The great ones are amazingly great, but they can only get you to a point. You need a well rounded team. What does Luca need in this offseason? The big thing is a big. Does he need? Is that what he? If he can get an all like a great big on his team, is that going to be enough? Or what does he need around him? Um, I mean, a big. Yeah, you always you always need a big, but I think Luca needs another. Luca needs another six, seven wing creator. But mm. but but Luca need Luca, you know, I think Luca, when I watch Luca, like he gives Spencer Dinwiddie some breath to kind of do his thing. Um, he gives you know, Jalen a little room to kind of work. Like it looks like he is amenable to that. There was a point where I wasn't sure. And so maybe he doesn't have to be six, seven. Maybe he's a cold, like I, I think I don't know that it's Jalen Brunson, forgive me, because I think he should make a lot of bread. I think he secured the bag. And all of that, but I don't know if that's the piece, if that makes sense to you, that Luca needs to get him over the top. But it's got to be someone else that can create, because what yeah. you can't do is just have Luca out there having to dribble it for 17 seconds, 16 seconds, get to the rim, everything's collapsed on him, and now he's kicking it out, and it's just whether or not the others make or miss threes. Like that's just going to be too much on on his body, on on you know. On, on the people who probably you know, aren't good enough to do that at a consistent enough rate to win them games. So, like, you need someone else that can help you carry. Yeah, yeah. And the Warriors are just putting different dudes on him, man. He gets switched on. And also, it was funny because I think about what we were talking about last, uh, last week. Because we were, we were caught up in the moment. We were caught up in the rapture of the Mavs. I'll just say it. We were because we were talking about. I was going seven. You know they got they got to worry about Luca. Wiggins is lighting the ass. We'll get that in a second. We'll, yeah, we, we'll, we'll get to we that, did, that we specifically a lot of that. in a second. We said a lot of we, that. We, yeah. Uh, hey, Sasha didn't say it was last week. We were just going in. We just went yeah. completely the other way. Um, <laughs> but now that you see it, like the the Warriors, they're they're. They're saying, you know, you're going to try to pick and roll on uh, and try to get a switch on a step. We're not letting that happen. Steph is not going to guard Luca. It's just not going to happen. Right. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to lock this screen up. We're going to, we're not even going to ice it. We're just going to just, Steph, go through, get to your back to your man. That's all that's going to happen. And we're going to play. And Wiggins has been really fucking good this series. Wiggins, it's been really good, man. Wiggins, I always thought that was going to be a great fit for Wiggins. And this, it's got nothing to do with what you're talking about, except I think it's 
you know, indirectly related. So I'll go there. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. You know, it's incredible to me how many times I see an athlete, not just a basketball player, not do what people think he or she should do in a certain situation and leave that situation and flourish. And I say it all the time. Not every organization is is run well at the time that that player is there. I'm not saying that that organization, specifically Minnesota we're talking about, isn't run well now and isn't heading in the right direction. But clearly, like when those guys were young and they were there, there was a lot of dysfunction there. And so you're not getting the best out of people. You know what I mean? And so I just think it's so important that players, not just, not just NBA players. Like I talked to my boys about this, if they ever should get a chance to play college, a college sport, if they're lucky enough and blessed enough to do that, there's more that goes into that than, than, Hey man, I like Ohio state or Hey man, I really want to live in Southern California. So I want to go to USC. There's so many factors that going into picking a place that's right for you, you know, and somewhere that you think you'll be able to flourish. And I'm happy for Andrew Wiggins and he's been able to find a culture and I, that's what he needed. He needed a culture, Logan. He needed, he needed people around him that held him accountable, that, it, that, that worked in a way that, uh, that, that was, that was going to, you know, provide a roadmap for him to kind of get into that next level as a pro and having playoff success. And it's, it's cool to watch. It's interesting because I remember when the trade went down, the Warriors were so giddy about Andrew Wiggins, man. They were so excited. And it was at a time where, because you remember back then, it was inevitable that D'Angelo Russell was going to get traded. It, from the moment that the Warriors got Russell in the sign and trade, they were they knew that the the Timberwolves were probably going to be with the destination because they you know best of both worlds. Russell gets the max and he gets to ultimately play with his teammate or play with with Cat with Cat, which is what he always wanted to do. Now, when they when the Warriors got Andrew Wiggins, I remember thinking, "Yo, man, he he's just miscast. He's not a he's not a franchise player." It's okay. He's not a number one. That's fine. Yeah. Might not even be a number two, but if he's your number three, four best player, like, yo, that's Andrew Wiggins, dog. Yeah, that is six. What is, what are they listing at? Six, eight? Six, eight? Six, eight. Silly athletic. Can guard probably one through five. I mean. In this NBA, in five. In this NBA, maybe one yeah. Through five. One through five. I wouldn't have him down there a lot, but he could. Um has gotten better at his, his shot. Like, I see the work he puts Every in. Every once in a while, gets you 30 to 40 what? points in a game if come, you just need to. Come on, man. Come on, man. And then, like, they got, I mean, they're really set up in a nice spot. You know, and Kaminga in a year or two. I mean, I don't know what Wiseman looks like. You talk about him all the time. But Jordan Poole, still young, still silly young, man. Like, and, and I mean, they're really set up this to. Is, you know who else look good, though? Can I make a shout out? Because we talk. Who? You know who's you know who's moving a lot better than I thought? Who? Clay Thompson. Yes. I'm not talking about the consistencies or inconsistencies with the jumper and all of that. Like he still shoots a lot of shots that like, but I'm just talking about moving. Yeah. He's moving well. I it's funny. I asked him after the, I think it was after game two. I asked him, like, how how much are you trying to get back? Because you know he was a great defender before mm-hmm. the injury. Like one of the league's best. He probably didn't go on all. Uh, all defensive teams, but he probably like, the numbers may not suggest it. But if you go up against Clay Thompson, bro, like bring your lunch pail. It's gonna be he's a hell of a post defender. He's a hell of an on ball defender. He's really fucking good. And so pre injury, um, he, he I asked him after the after game two. It was like how much we all know about your offensive 
uh, prowess and what you can be offensively. But how much are you trying to get back to that level you used to be defensively? And he was like, I'm trying. I'm trying hard. The way you do this is just, a, you know how Clay talks. He was like, the only way to do this is to be a two-way player. You know, that's how the, all the greats are, a two-way player. He takes that shit seriously. And a lot of players don't take pride in being a two-way player in this day and age. You know that, Roger. They yeah. don't. Yeah. Um, it's either one way or another. Um, and it's rare that you get the two-way. Um, he's moving well defensively. He's playing really well defensively. Like, can he play Luca as a primary all game? I don't think so. But like, yo, he could play Luca in spurts. Played Luca fine a couple times in that in that middle of the key area. Man, had Luca was dancing and he was writing his shit. Yeah, yeah. What did so? I gotta ask. What did you think when you saw Luca? Where were you when you saw the uh, the, the the Wiggins dunk on Luca? What, what, what was going through your head on that one? Man? Mm. Yeah, I got. I had just got off a plane. Um, no, yeah, was I still in the airport? I don't know. I, mm, I don't remember exactly where I was, but that shit was nasty. He cocked it back. You forget. It goes back to when when we were talking about the athleticism. You forget just like how athletic he he is and was like they forgot about Wiggs. Here's my beef with that. Yeah, you forgot. You completely forgot about him and Luca. Look again. Let me just preface this by saying he's phenomenal. All right. This is my beef with the NBA today. What did you run your ass over there for? What were you going to do? So if you are not going to jump in the air and physically stop that man from dunking the ball, don't get your ass in the picture, man. Just move. And so the half-hearted jump and like, let me just get in in the trading card with you. I didn't understand that. They had the audacity to potentially think Wiggins fouled him, though. Yeah, that that's... I mean, that, talk about that. No, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that, Roger, because no, that's where the real problem it. is, bro. You're not going to do it. You're not this gonna is when you're not going to do it? This is when you're not going to do it of all times? You're not going to do it? You're not going to okay, bait me. Sure. This has turned into... This, is, this shit's <laughs> turned into WWE, bro. This shit's turned into the wide world of wrestling. Like, like it's, 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 it's so fake with some of this now. Not the games themselves, but just the... Just the we didn't play. We sold fouls. We did. Like, yeah. And you're supposed yeah. to, dude. Like, everybody's like, oh, you flop. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to just keep letting Carmelo Anthony, who's 260 pounds, try to cave in my, like, sternum? No. At some point, Your I got to go chest. down. Yeah, I got to go down. <laughs> yes. Like, I, what do you want me to do? So we sold fouls to get offensive calls or to get some free throws. These dudes are, like, trying to convince the refs that they've been stabbed. It's like, what are you doing, man? Like, <laughs> how often have you read that? Went to the TV and went like full Avon Barksdale. It's like that's not how the game is played. That's not how the game is played. That's been you, right? I, I don't do that, but I've I've re, I've rewound a few times and called people into the room to look at the bullshit. I mean, I'm not above that. Okay, I'm not above that. I'm not. We're not trying to get each other fined here. Like, what are you getting out of getting me a flagrant? Like, what the hell are you getting? A free There's throw been so many back? flagrants called, bro. There's been so many flagrants called. There's been no, so but many. Seriously, what are you getting by what do Logan Murdoch's team get other than the ball back? You get one possession. Like that's worth getting me a fake flagrant. Like this is a brotherhood, bro. There are rules. I'm with Steve Kerr. There rules. There's some unwritten rules to that shit, bro. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's not get you fined. This episode is supported by State Farm. Man, 
I remember when I first got into a car accident, it was pure frustration because I did not have State Farm. And now that I do have State Farm, it is an exclamation of pure joy. But the only words that you need to remember are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. This episode is brought to you by Arby's. It's 3 p.m. and dinner is still hours to come. Maybe lunch didn't quite hit the spot. That's where the new two for five dollar chicken wraps from Arby's come in. Available in ranch, barbecue, and honey mustard. They're perfect for the afternoon snack attack or as an add-on to your meal. Arby's two for five dollar chicken wraps are here for a limited time at participating locations. Visit an Arby's near you or order ahead on the Arby's app. You, you brought up an interesting point of how the Golden State is stacked yep. and how they have a nice little group. This is how you build, you know, this is how you kind of, this is how you extend runs. This is how you extend, you extend legacies. This is how you, 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 um, you know, do right by your best player. Like I, I juxtapose that, sorry, Roger, with like the Suns and how, how you guys feel like you guys could have extended <laughs> such and such runs and you guys kind of got in your own way. Uh, is that fair? That is fair. Is that fair? I think that's fair. More than fair. And we talked about this current iteration of the Suns' dog. DeAndre Aiden, is t- his agent is on record talking about there are other teams that's going to pay my guy. How do you get to that point with your with your good rookies, bro? That's another side. That's just another thing. But you juxtapose that with what's going on in, in Golden State, man. Like That's how you build a team. That's how the Bulls did it, right? That's how they do it. That's the model. That's how the, you you got to continue to make moves and you got to hit on things if you want to extend your best players run. That's what the Spurs did, Raja. You know, we, we had Tim Duncan talking. That's what the Spurs did. That's what, Spurs. The heat, that's what the Heat do. That's what the Heat do. Yeah. Heat's a little different because they didn't have the run, I don't think, the stretch because they lost a lot of those guys, but they just keep reloading and figuring out a way to redo it with different personnel. But certainly... I mean, the Heat are just never going to take a L. They're just not... We're not going down without a fight. Right. Right. But no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. The model... Those are three of the most stable, winningest franchises. Like I, I, they, they just they do it the right way. And Golden State, I don't remember if it was at the beginning of this year or towards the end of last year when we were on here, and I was questioning, not in a bad way, but just posing the the question and the possibility that if they didn't get it right uh, and these things didn't work out, could they be squandering like Steph's twilight? And the answer to that is unequivocally no. Like they were, this is perfect. They are going to win a championship. This are you year. saying this right now? I am are you saying, saying this right yeah, now? They're going to win championship. Yeah. Hey, they're going to win championship. Like it was funny because if you look back on the Warriors season, man, because we talked about this. I, I talked, we talked about this opening night. I didn't mean for this to be this podcast. We talked about this opening night. I was like, remember when they beat the Lakers? Yeah. And the way that they did, it seems like eons ago. It was opening night, and it just felt like a statement game to the rest of the league. Like, hey, yo, check this out. Because I remember being, I was at, I was, it was Staples Center then. There was just like a, a just a vibe around this team. Like, because <laughs> the, the Lakers were sticking their chest out. They had AD, they had just gotten mm-hmm. Russ, and they were just like, yeah. And then the Warriors, like, okay, don't even trip. Don't even trip. 
and they that set the tone, and then they beat the Clippers that next week. That really set the tone for the rest of the season. Now they have had their hiccups, you know, with injuries and reintegrating Clay and things like that. But they've always just been inevitable, you know, in the way that we always thought that Phoenix was supposed to be. The Warriors were just just put it, just did it. Listen, when you're, I mean, they do a lot of you things. You got them right. winning a title over. I got them winning. Uh, I, do, I do. I have them winning a title. I absolutely do. Um, they, they, against both teams, against the it Celtics doesn't matter. or the Heat. To me, to okay. me, it doesn't matter. I mean, I certainly could be wrong, but it doesn't really matter because they have two things going for them that, first of all, they are, I talked about Clay being better defensively. Clearly, Draymond is always a defensive player of the year candidate. Andrew Wiggins. I, is, I would push back on that. I would push back on that. I'm just saying that just being, huh. Draymond is not always a defensive player of the year candidate simply because he just doesn't do it night in night out in the regular season okay and in the, the postseason he's that dude he's, he's got the, he's, he's, that dude. he's got the ability to be one right like his defensive chops are when he's on he's a top five defensive player. cool yes. andrew wiggins positionally is a really really good defender like really good defender we talked about his versatility and length and all of that steph curry much better defender than people give him credit for they really defend. Like that team really, really defends. And whenever you've got that kind of movement, it neutralizes to some degree the other team's defensive chops. Because you can't just load the ball. I'm talking about all these situations they're putting you in. You got to be locked in on every damn every damn action that they run. You make a mistake and they hit you in the head for it. So, yeah, I take Golden State. I keep thinking, man, this team is deep. This team is deep. And if Wiseman gets on, gets like just a 10 and 10 guy next year, you know, if Kaminga just takes the next step as a defender and just and just just with age, because he's doing great at such a young age, if he just continues to do what he's doing and Jordan Poole continues to, you know, evolve into what he is. I mean, if they win a title this year, are they the favorites next? Uh, no, let's not. Let's not. We're not even going to go there. 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 Let's not even do that. We might. They, let's not do that. Um, oh, man. All right, do I have to ask you your prediction for game four on that? On that, Are they sweeping the Mavs? I don't know if they sweep the Mavs. I don't know that I they sweep know. the Mavs. I don't know that they sweep the Mavs because the, the I'm going to go Mavs game, game four because the Mavs are one of those teams where they're not going to go out without a fight, bro. You if, know what? If the Warriors sweep, they're going to earn that shit. That, that's where you're going. If you're going there, then I'd say they sweep the Mavs. Then. Okay. But you know, it could go either way, though, right? I like, think it, it could, could go, go either way. way. I, don't, I, think it's, I don't think it's foregone. Like, look, if those dudes... If if the others don't make shots, they're going to sweep the Mavs. I just saw it's funny because the Mavs. It wasn't like the Mavs didn't play hard in Game Three. No, it just it just seemed like the Warriors were just on a different level, just on a different playing field. They were running cardio and and they were they were you know when someone is just all the way in their bag where it seems like they're jogging but they're still faster than you. You know where they're just this is on a different. That's what it seemed like with the Warriors. Now I could see them like. You know, Mavericks are, are a very prideful group, just blowing them out just for their, just to, you know, just get another trip back to the West Coast. I could see that happening, but the Warriors can 100% sweep, but I'm going to pick the Mavericks. That's tough. That Hey, listen, game down 3-0, there is, there's definitely pride attached to that, right? Mm-hmm. But, but there are a lot of other things like, you know, everyone knows that no one has come back from 3-0. So there's part of you that knows that you're not winning the series. You know what I'm saying? And so the pride is what's going to take you out on the court. 
and you're going to give it your best shot. But if that doesn't translate early, there's some point where everyone knows the inevitability of this. Can you dig what I'm saying? And then, and, and then it starts working against you. The first quarter is like of these closeout games are like a really great indicator, right? Because what happens is it's one of two things are going to happen. It's the home team, the team that's like down 3-0, they are going to beat them down. They beat them down, right? The first, the first half or the first quarter, they're up like 30 to 12 or something, right? And they just graduate, gradually put that lead high as possible. And then there's that other thing where you know, maybe it's tied, and in that second quarter, that the team like how if the Warriors play like they did, I think this is how it's going to go. If they play like they did in Game Three, it's going to go. Warriors probably tied or up, you know, or tied or maybe down two after the first quarter, and then they just go on a run, and then they, it's over at that point. We'll see. We're going to see. I don't We're know. Find out. We'll find see what out. happens. Sasha Mack with a good um, point says the Warriors kind of known. And I love her time terminology here. Kind of known for catting off when they don't need to win. That's some base shit, Roger. You don't know about. I don't know, but I liked it. I liked saying it. Yeah, yeah. When you cat off, that means you ain't on your shit. Catting off, when you, huh? When you catting off, that means you ain't on your shit. And the Warriors have been known to cat off and not be on their so shit in the elimination. I, I, is it catting off or is it just cat off? Go, what are, okay, so it originates, Roger, from saying like, if I say like, "Hey, bro, you a cat," All right? If I say that, that means that. You're not you cat. You're not on your shit right now. You a cat. You're not working. You're not doing whatever it is. Right? It could be like, okay. you know, you a cat, bro. You ain't on your shit. What, what you doing, bro? And then if I see you like, I don't know. If I see you not running a drill right, Ross, you catting off, bro. Fair. You catting off. You ain't. You ain't. You ain't on your shit. Stop catting. Stop being a cat. Stop being a cat. But if you get called, this is the last thing. I'm going real deep out and cut. If you get called a J cat. That means you are all the way, like you were without just, you, there's no coming back from that. There's you're no without, hope. Like, you're, That's you're, it. You're at the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. You're hopeless. So the Warriors, yeah, the Warriors have been known to be some cats. They'll okay. be fine, but they 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 do cat off on, on occasion. Can dig it. Can dig it. I can dig it. It's my Bay Area right, terminology lesson. I appreciate that. We out here. Um, let's get to a real one of the week, shall we? I'm going to start shall? off plain and simply easy. Um, I'm gonna go with Andrew Wiggins, bro. Like that was just that was just ridiculous. There's nothing more to say. Let's just go with that. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't have a great one. Um maybe I give it to Bob Myers and company, man. Dang, is this a Warriors Love Fest? I don't like this. Yeah, I, I don't mean, like I this. don't I mean I don't know where else to go like right this. now within the NBA circles. And I don't there's not a lot going on in the world. I don't follow hockey. Um, I'm not really into the baseball oh. season right now. Yeah. You got one for me? I'll take one. Yeah, you can do mine. I don't know. I just had some news that came through, and I kind of want to get your opinion. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Just really quickly. So, Tim Connolly, former GM of the uh, of the, the Denver, Denver Nuggets, mm-hmm. has taken a position. I don't have the exact thing on it, but he's taken a position with the Minnesota Timberwolves going to run their basketball laps. Oh. I think that's really intriguing. Just, he just built an also really slick move by Tim Connolly. You know why? Yes, he does have Jokic. Yes, he has Jokic. But the people around Jokic are both highly paid and are injury prone. It's true. And he's going to this to the Minnesota Timberwolves with with Ant Man, who we both love. Not yeah. friend of the show, but we have we are we are admirer of his game. Building blocks. Carl there. Towns. Yeah. Carl Towns has it really like the the Timberwolves are on the up and up, and to get a new 
get a guy like Tim Connolly, who has built the Nuggets into a respectable organization, to get him at the right time. This just this seems like a savvy move from A Rod and Company. What do you think? Real one. Real one. <laughs> Wait, there you go. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> it was very okay. All right. Yeah, That's no, I, I do. <laughs> I do think it's. I think it's a very good look for 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 Minnesota. And I think again, what I talked about, you know, when Andrew Wiggins was there years ago. I think culturally, you're starting to see a real shift there. You're starting to see. You're starting to see some things really flip to to a more healthy you know, dynamics and culture being established. And this is another step in that. And it'll be interesting to see what he can build there because he does have some good building blocks, some good pil- pillars. Talking about Minnesota Timberwolves in May, man. What? Who's on the up and up? Look who's on the up and up, man. That has been another edition of Monday Real Ones. Real Ones after dark. Raja off that dark. You know, he got a new lamp in the background. He's really feeling himself right now. He's shooting jumpers. After, after, after I'm flights. Not gonna, I'm not going to walk for two days, bro. <laughs> All right, we got to get out of here so so Raza can put on the icy hot. But before we do, before we get out of here, make sure you check out our whole slate on the Ringer NBA feed. That is group chat. That is weekends with Waz. That is the answer. Sirit Sohi and Chris Ryan. Make sure you also check out the mismatch feed. Raja, we need to do something with them. You know, this is a PSA. We, the streets said they want part two of the real mismatch they needed very soon. And I think we're going to have something really, really soon. So make sure you check that out. Bring it. Bring it. Because I need to talk to, to Chris Vernon. It's been a long, it's, this is the first time I'm talking to, we're talking to Chris Vernon since the Memphis Grizzlies. People need to see you, Verno. Hey, 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 the streets need to see you. Okay. Um, make sure you also check out, love the mismatch, guys. Make sure you also check out the void. For the void! With Kevin O'Connor. And, uh, you know, we got to keep the propaganda going, man. Also, make sure you check out Plain English with uh, Derek Thompson. Really love that. Had a really interesting conversation about crypto that I think you guys would, you know, you guys would like. That's also on the Ringer feed. Make sure you check out. Let's keep the propaganda going. We ain't messing around, okay? Let's check we ain't out. Cat, we ain't catting off. <laughs> got to work. We got to workshop that, buddy. <laughs> uh, make sure you check out Black Girl Songbook with who? Roger Bell. <laughs> That's town legend, Miss Danielle Smith. Make sure you check out R2C2 with who? Roger Bell. <laughs> the Crestside Clown. That would also be known, aka the Vallejo legend, CC v- Valle- <laughs> CC Sebastian. I'm sorry. I don't even know. I'm sorry. I don't-, <laughs> don't butcher his name. CC Sebastian. CC Sebastian. Friend of the show, CC Sebastian. All right, man. We'll see you guys next week. Holla.